Hi, it's Roger Hamilton here with a very big welcome to all of you who are joining our Crisis Leadership Academy. What crazy times we are living in right now. Uh, and I am so happy you're here because we all uh, have the opportunity of getting crazy together, like making sure that this next four weeks we set our path for what it is to be a leader through this crisis, to be able to come out the other side uh, and actually look at it the way all crisis leaders should. Now, a huge difference between a crisis manager and a crisis leader is when you think about crisis management, in fact, pick up any crisis management book and they'll start by actually talking about the crisis like a problem, like something that has to be kind of like, you know, solved or uh, a challenge that has to be fixed. Uh, whereas with a crisis leader, they do not see the crisis as something which is a challenge. They see it, if anything, uh, as a doorway to an entirely new future, like that we actually are here to use it as a springboard to lead us to a whole new beginning. Because as they say, every end is also a beginning. And a crisis just happens to be an abrupt end, right? So here we are. And uh, I know that you are here in uh, the form of either someone who's just getting started with what you're doing at the moment and looking for those next steps to be able to just get going. You're either a company owner who has got a small business trying to figure out exactly how you're going to go from where you were when things were going well to the crisis and then having to pivot into something new. Um, or you've got a big business or a couple of big businesses. And the really big challenge that you have right now is how do you actually solve all the short-term issues you have while at the same time realizing that we are right now in the midst of the biggest opportunity uh, that we're ever going to see in our lifetimes in terms of new beginnings, in terms of our ability to reset and rethink what we're doing right now as well. So my goal in this first session is to be able to give you an overview of our entire pathway together, what we're going to be doing, uh, and then also to be able to zoom into the first two steps that we're going to be taking at the beginning of this week which gets us onto the right track as we go as well. And to give you a bit of an introduction to all of this, uh, I do want to make sure that everyone knows this is all about your participation. And so um, do be posting into the chat exactly uh, uh, where you are right now, uh, what your big goal is for uh, this uh, four weeks together. And as we're going through this process, do know that the team is here to support you all the way through, both the mentors, facilitators, uh, and each other, right? We're all here to actually build each other's success as well. So uh, let's jump right into it where I will share first of all my screen. Uh, and uh, what I will do uh, is I will, let's have a look here. Um, I will start out with an overview. Uh, so here's some of our, uh, our faculty members who uh, you might have seen on our summit that we ran last week. Uh, we are here at week one where you are gonna be in one of these three streams. Now there's a very high chance you already are in a stream uh, it may be that as you're going through the first week or even the second week, you go, you know what, I think I might be in the wrong stream. I should be in one higher or one lower. Uh, and it may be that uh, at the moment you're still working out exactly which stream you'll be in. This video will really help you along the way to figure out exactly what is the right path for you and why we even have three streams as well. Um, I will come back to this later on in this video because I do want to make sure that we actually get a really good context as to why we even set up three streams in the first place. But do know that there is a parallel path that we're all taking. So you'll see that this one, two, three, four is talking about the four weeks of the program that we have together. Each week, there's going to be a very specific set um, of uh, themes and deliverables, both in terms of what we're going to be showing you, guiding you through, but also what you yourself are going to be completing as we go through each of these as well. Meaningful measures, which you'll see in all three, whether you're a freelance, startup, or enterprise, uh, is what this first week's all about. Is how do you actually create a meaningful, measurable pathway towards where you want to go. We're gonna to see exactly how we do that, uh, whichever level you happen to be at. 
the next week after that, once we're really clear on where we want to go, which is very much about why we're doing what we're doing and what it is that we want to achieve, then the second week is all about the plan and pathway. You're going to see that we have uh, some very, very clear templates and tools that allow you to turn whatever ideas you have, whatever thoughts you have in terms of where you want to go, and actually set a pathway which actually is profitable as well as purposeful as you go through that pathway as well. So the plan pathway is something that we're going to see works at a level one or two level. We're going to come back to what that means, but really it's about the size of business you have. A level one business has got one customer, a level two has got 10 customers. But what does it take to actually just get your first or, or, or your first 10 customers as a freelancer versus uh, going from 10 to 100 customers, right? Which is level two, level three, which is what if you're a digital startup, you'd be wanting to do in actually creating a new pathway that can be generating anywhere from 10 to 100 customers, depending on what size of business and resources you have. Uh, and at digital enterprise level, we're going three to four, which is between 100 and 1,000 uh, customers who are new customers coming to you as a result of this digital pathway, right? So you've got basically three different levels, which have each of them a different level of complexity, uh, and it all depends on what your own level is as to which one should be right for you right now. Uh, we're gonna see that this is the first half of the promotion plan in week two, and in week three, we're gonna be going through the second half of the promotion plan, which actually gives you a full plan that takes you to where you wanna go. And that's all around the teams and resources. So whereas we're going from, you know, what is the, you know, the why and the what, we then go on to what is the who uh, and the when and the how. Uh, and in the final week, uh, we're going to see that the implementation and graduation is where you're all going to be presenting, not just here's my plan, but here it is. I'm actually doing it, right? And at every one of these three levels, what that means is quite different. You know, a freelancer is someone who's going to be able to show their personal page and say, hey, here's my page. Uh, here's how people find me. Here's my product pathway where people can come on board and actually buy from me as well. Uh, and here is the partnership I've set up um, or the platform I'm on where you're actually tuned into flow. Whereas a digital startup, you might already have your own community. So it's like, oh, here's my community structure I've now built. Uh, here is the platform I'm, I'm actually running on. Uh, here is my product pathway, my new product pathway that's going to work for me. Here's my testimonials already, the proof that what I do works. Uh, and then at the green level, it's going to be even more so around the company. Here's my company page. Uh, here's my templates that I'm using with my company now. Here's how I've actually got everyone now on a brand new plan based on that company. And so while each of us are going to be delivering, we're going to be having different deliveries, right? So um, again, I'll come back to this, but the key thing is just to know that we're in for a very, very exciting uh, four weeks ahead, uh, and you are um, in great company. Right? We have got some of the most incredible mentors in the world that are here to support you um, on your pathway as well. Um, just with that as a quick overview of where we're going, um, as we go into this, I do want to uh, share with everyone that whenever you're starting anything new, like there's a few things I'm doing right now, right? I'm learning to play piano uh, in the evenings. Uh, I'm learning Polish because I'm here in Poland at the moment with my girlfriend. And I'm like, well, I'm going to be speaking to our parents. I've got to speak in public, right? And uh, I'm also um, in the process, uh, as I have been for a number of years now, of improving my scuba diving, uh, like learning how to fly. These are things that basically, every one of them are things that actually require something more than just book knowledge. You know, so for many of us, we kind of assume uh, that something like how you make money or, you know, how you should go about uh, creating a digital pathway, that these things come from somehow book knowledge that if we just kind of like read enough books or watch enough videos about it, then we'll know what it is, right? Which of course is not the truth, right? In every one of those cases, whether it's playing the piano, whether it's learning a language, uh, whether it's learning a sport or flying a plane, in every one of these cases, uh, you don't get to proficiency through learning the information. You get the proficiency through the doing. So this is the basis of entrepreneurship. It's not, I need to know what I want to do. It's I need to do in order to know. I've actually got to do the doing. So going through these videos with us and actually going, yep, I understand that. 
No, there's a Zen saying, which is to know and not to do is not yet to know. It's the doing which actually makes the difference, which is why every single week, there's going to be deliverables we're going to ask of you and your team to actually say, right, I actually not just got the information, I actually did something with it. And this is what I learned. All your best questions are all going to come from the doing. It's like, well, okay, Roger said that, it kind of like made sense, but when I went and did it, it wasn't so easy because I got stuck here or, you know, I kind of like had a question here. So the questions will come out and it'll be directive questions, which are coming out of basically, hmm, there's gaps that come out of the doing, which is where I need, now need to know. Uh, you'll be amazed when you actually see how we put digital pathways together, just how much of that already is intuitive to you, how much of that you can already pick up, but where the gaps are in your thinking can only come out of the actions and what your gaps are will be different from the people around you, which means that they can help you with your gaps you can help them with their gaps as well. So please make sure that every day you've actually got that action and you would already be seeing that the format of what we're going through is very much like a rhythm of, okay, now first of all, you're uh, are learning, then you're applying it, then you're learning it, then you're applying it, which is why three days a week we've actually got the actual input and the actions and then two days a week we've got the implementation uh, so that you're actually now making sure you're actually coming along and getting those results as you go as well. All right, so with that being said, let me now share a couple more slides which are gonna take us into uh, the format for the four weeks in terms of what we're gonna go through. And also, as we do this, uh, it's gonna go through what we're gonna cover today, which is very much about where you are and where you're going. So crisis leadership is about reset, regroup, relaunch. Uh, this is about, okay, if any moment comes along where you have to go change things quickly. Uh, crises are interesting, because sometimes they're thrust upon us, like the one we're in right now. But often with entrepreneurs, crises are of our own making. We create our own crises, and then we have to go and fix it once we've done it. Uh, realizing at every point, you've got to start by taking stock of where you're at, saying, okay, here's where I'm at, here's where I want to go. Uh, regrouping to say, well, it may need a different team than the one I had before. So who's the team? Like, don't get stuck on resources, say, well, I can't do that because I don't have the knowledge or I don't have the people. And then once you regroup, then you relaunch with the reset and the regroup. So this allows us to actually have a very, very clear, distinct three stages that we're going through as we actually uh, are covering these four weeks together. And uh, everything I'm going to go through uh, and the steps we're going to cover actually link into this uh, rapid pivot plan where we have this crisis blueprint uh, that you have a copy of, right? So this here is uh, uh, all included within the rapid pivot plan. You can always come back to this as a very quick summary. Think of it like the menu where we're going to go into the details, uh, which actually takes these 10 steps. And you'll see that within these 10 steps here, uh, we're actually going to be covering the first three steps here, which is knowing where you are, committing to where you're going and resetting your numbers all this week, right? This is all the first week of the program. From here, next week is gonna be all around planning your three month objectives, defining who your customer is, designing your customer pathway, which you can't do unless you already have done these three here. And then once you've actually covered these in the second week, what we do in the third week is cover the talent and resources and in the fourth week, the rhythm and the fitness, right? So we're actually, as a result of this, being able to find all of the people we need, all of the systems we need, uh, and all of the who and the how, and then we're then gonna go into the when, which is the rhythm of what's gonna happen in the next four weeks. Uh, and don't think that this is all over after four weeks. We're gonna continue with the community so that everyone can see how each other is doing after the four weeks, everyone can stay in contact. Uh, and like, as we say with Genius School and Genius Institute, uh, there is no alumni, like you're a student for life when you're here. So you're gonna be basically having a chance to be learning from each other. I'm gonna show you how Genius U works to allow that to happen as well. So these are the steps, right? And like I said, it's all about the physical learning where it actually becomes uh, something which becomes muscle memory for you. Where it's like, yep, I just know how to do this now, which means it all comes from that practice. So I wanna start here. Because uh, this first step, which is, well, where am I? And where am I going? 
it comes back to an image that I was sharing uh, in the good old days when we were running events. And I was sharing this image, which is the very, very first picture of the Wright brothers. So here's Orville and Wilbur Wright, right? Like flying and cheering uh, as the first flight took off. And this happened uh, in the very turn of the century, right? I think it was like 1904, 1905. And so think about that, 100 years this will happen. However, even though this was 100 years ago, uh, it took uh, another couple of years. It was by 1908 that there was the first uh, passenger flight, right? So this was just like solo for a couple of years. And then it was actually, I think, the Secretary of Wilbur Wright who kind of went up. And I think after that, she actually um, resigned <laughs> after flight, taking off for the first time. Uh, and then uh, it took a while for the Wright brothers to go, you know what? This is like working pretty well for us. I mean, we know how to do this now. But I guess we should be teaching other people how to do this as well. So the very first flight school in the world was set up by the Wright brothers in the spring of 1910. So think about that, right? Like it was almost a decade later before they even thought it was a good idea to go start teaching other people. And you note that as it says here, they actually ended up closing it down, right? Because basically, like as it says, mechanical weather related problems, uh, like what does mechanical actually mean? Well, it basically means planes were crashing. So as a result of that, uh, there was no uh, flight school at all until uh, it actually got to like, you know, about a decade later, the World War came along. Uh, and then it was 1923 before the first transcontinental flight. And then it was not until 1926 that the US government even said, you know what, we think that all pilots should be licensed. So you've got a full quarter of a century when crazy people are taking off on planes and crashing. And then during that whole period, uh, it took a quarter of a century before the government like, said, you know what, like, this is kind of a dangerous thing. Uh, and especially if you want to have other people on the flights as well, we, we really need you to take a, a lesson. And then it took another quarter of a century. In fact, it wasn't until 1967 by the uh, time the FAA was established. So the FAA is obviously where you know, um, uh, the Federal Aviation Authority is where uh, everyone kind of like says, okay, now we're going to actually create a standard by which you can take off land, uh, that you don't crash into each other, that we're going to have like, you know, you radioing into the control towers. Uh, basically, they're like, the, the, we're at a point now uh, where everyone needs to basically be regulated. And that's like, think about that. That's like well over half a, half a century uh, that people were allowed to just do whatever they want. And most people were okay with the fact that if you're going to take off, you're probably going to crash. Well, that's exactly what's happened with entrepreneurship over the last 50 years. Like we've gone through this entire period of time with the number of people that have been taking off and crashing. You know, I've had some conversations just this week with companies uh, which just happened to be at a point right now where they were closing down and we know them well, right? There's some in Bali, there's some in other places where we're like, well, we should talk to them about, you know, whether or not we should be looking at acquisitions because as you, many of you know, you know, I've been talking for a year about how the most important thing to do is prepare for the crash, uh, get cash, uh, make sure that you've actually got a strategy to be acquiring at the time when that happens. So here we are, the crash has happened. It's almost like we're like, okay, this is how you fly. The storm is coming. Be ready for it when, it when it comes. And then the storm comes like, yeah, we're ready for this. So this is what we now need to do. Uh, and so even though it came a whole lot uh, in a different form than we thought it was going to come, when it did come, we actually said, okay, now, now we're going to do something with this. And in conversation with them, they had no idea. They weren't even thinking about any of these things. They were like, well, we're just taking off and we're just hoping for the best. So, so many people who are crashing their businesses right now are because they kind of like just were not prepared. Uh, you yourself might be thinking the same thing. It's like, geez, how many years have people been saying, I should be getting more into digital? I should be, and it's like, yeah, 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 I'll do that, I'll do that. And then it just never happens. And the reason it's not happening is simply because you're too busy with life, right? This happens to all of us. And then suddenly when the crisis comes, you have no choice. It's like, well, I better learn how to fly now. So well, the reason I'm giving this as an example is that what this requires is a very, very clear acknowledgement 
that many of us have been taking off in our businesses uh, and really like just hoping for success, uh, just thinking we'll get there through intuition. Like I'll learn this as I'm flying uh, without realizing how dangerous it can be when you hit a storm, which is exactly what we've done in a crisis. So what crisis leadership really is all about isn't just, okay, if you don't know how to fly, this is what you do when you're in the storm. The crisis leadership goes one beyond that to say, well, if you actually learn how to fly before the storm, then any storm that comes, you're going to be able to fly through it. So crisis leadership, what we're going to teach you isn't just, okay, here's how you make sure that you're going to be okay now. It's like, here's how you make sure you're going to be okay all the time. And no matter what happens, we can always find a way through the storm. And this is one of the, the most important critical parts of this is that up until now, there's been no curriculum for entrepreneurship. Uh, it took a while for there to be in curriculum for flight school. So treat this as your flight school for entrepreneurship because we're going to go through the curriculum. We're going to show you how you need to have co-pilots. You need to have the people sharing with you the way to go. Um, and don't be taking off too early. Make sure that you've actually really understood all the steps and you're practicing them already. And get going with someone like, like fly. We're going to say this for the freelancers. Fly for co-pilot. Like fly with someone who's already been there before. Partner with someone who already has got great products where they've already got customers. So you're not having to figure all that stuff out. Right? And, and, and similarly, if you're actually there at the startup level, don't try and figure this all out yourself and go and set up your websites. And like get the right people with you to actually make all this stuff happen and make it and grow as you go as well. Right? Super duper important as we go. Okay, now. Let me uh, now, as a result of that, giving you a thought on that, say, well, then what is, our, uh, what is our flight school? What is the actual curriculum? How do we design it? Uh, and this is the answer, right? So some of you early in this year heard of us talking about impact dynamics, talent dynamics, wealth dynamics, all as part of something bigger called entrepreneurial dynamics. Uh, and we call it uh, the number one system for agile leadership. Well, agile is just another name for flexibility. And when you're agile, you're flexible. And flexibility is another word for managing change. Right? Because if you're going to manage change, you need to be flexible. So agile leadership, which is how do you actually lead through change, uh, turns into crisis leadership when that change becomes exponential. So this is like agile leadership on steroids. It's like this is when you actually have to be able to move very, very, very quickly. And we've used all these same tools over the last you know, two months, really, since the crisis began, to be able to get very, very clear with our team very quickly what we need to move, how quickly we're going to move. And you're going to meet quite a few of the faculty members and, and uh, those who are facilitators who've been through this process with us as well. So it's kind of like we're flowing through the storm, we're coming out, we said, okay, here's how we're now doing, here's what we're learning, uh, here's how you can apply the same principles that we're learning as well. Uh, and this becomes super duper important because frankly, there's no one else in the world right now that has a full curriculum uh, for agile leadership. So the very first step is the entrepreneur impact test, which is, okay, what is your current level? Like as a pilot, we have something called the entrepreneur levels. Some of you have gone through this, by the way, some of you haven't. We're going to see this in a very different light by how we use it for crisis leadership right now. So this very first step here is, okay, well, what is it that I uh, am in terms of my proficiency as a pilot? Have I never flown before? Have I gone into a light aircraft? You know, do I actually know how to uh, fly, you know, a small commercial airliner? Am I a rocket ship pilot, right? Like what level am I at? And then this links to here the levels of enterprise, which is the size of the business that you have. Because some of you might have been up at green level where you say, hey, I'm a high performer. I know exactly how to go out there and, and drive million dollar promotions. But suddenly all the business that you were doing disappears and you're going to start back down at zero again and say, right, I've got to get my first customer. I've got to get my first 10 customers, my first 100 customers and actually build up through the digital side as well. And so just be very, very aware that you don't want to be out and just suddenly like replacing everything immediately. You have to go back to testing to see what works. And then after you've gone first gear, second gear, third gear, you can grow further again. The good news is this is a ladder. 
which means that you can actually predictably get from one level to the other. There's very specific steps at each one. Most of us try to trampoline our way to success, wondering why we always end up back on the trampoline, as opposed to actually taking it one step at a time. So just know there is a system and it's just about working that system. Uh, the next thing is that it's all about then growing your flow, which is all about understanding your talents, how you work as a team. So we're gonna see how that works as we get into the latter weeks as well. And impact dynamics is all about your rhythm, which is how do you then make sure you've got an agile leadership structure to maintain what you've actually launched here so that that rocket, that plane stays up in the air as opposed to coming crashing down to the ground again. So these are the three steps that actually create all of our entrepreneurial dynamics. Um, and this is already being used by a lot of the largest companies in the world. You're gonna meet uh, faculty members, partners that are already working with companies all over the world. Uh, these are a selection of companies that one of our partners, this is um, Raka in uh, Czech Republic, she's already working with all of them, many at board level, with all of the tools that we're talking about right here as well. So uh, you, it's not just small businesses or those getting started uh, that are looking to be entrepreneurial. It is the biggest businesses in the world, the fastest growing. We've got Google on this list, we've got Microsoft on this list, the fastest growing companies in the world as well uh, that are actually looking um, at continuing to be as entrepreneurial as possible as well. So with that being uh, as an outline, as a thought process, and if you were to say, okay, to what extent do I actually know at any moment, based on where I'm at, what the next step is? Well, you go, I don't really know. I'm just kind of using my intuition or my, 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 my best knowledge, or I'm going to call a mentor or somebody, but I'm really not sure. And sometimes I'm surprised by the answer. Uh, this is why this is so important. And I really hope that we are doing more than just four weeks together. You actually realize once you see just the wisdom of this, how much time it saves you when you actually know exactly what the steps are in moving forward as well. Okay, so we're going to take the very, very first of the steps. Uh, which is start. And start is the a part where we're going to get right into the action right now. And part, start is the part which is about who you are and where you are right now. And the reason this is so important is it's a little bit like if you were going to learn how to fly. Uh, it, it really helps to know which airport you're actually landed in at the moment because that's the map you're going to start with. Uh, no point someone showing you how to take off from New York City if right now you're in Hawaii, right? So the most important thing is for you to actually be really clear where you're at right now. Uh, and then from where you're at, where do you want to go? Right, so that's the second step, which is your mission. Where do you want to go? And if you're a large company, where does the whole company want to go? And if you're an individual, where do you as an individual want to go? So what we're going to do for the rest of this video is go through those two steps. So be ready to take action. Uh, know that you're not going to cover all these steps during this video, although you can pause the video and then come back to it as well. But it is going to be about you taking these steps. Very important to take them this week uh, because this is where you then have that opportunity to really review where you're at and what the next steps are. I will show you the steps that as I'm taking them as well as we go through this. So you can see exactly why these are so important. Uh, and then from here, um, uh, you can be using these key steps yourself uh, as you are um, getting a clear idea first of all where you are. So we're gonna start with where you are. Uh, this here is a very, very important diagram. Uh, the, any of you who have been part, uh, part around us for the last couple of years will definitely have seen this diagram because it's at the very, very core of the very first step, which is self-awareness. Like, where are you? Uh, I'm, I, we've seen this all around the world. People who currently are in a situation where they're like, you know what, I didn't actually enjoy my job that much, right? Or um, I'm pretty sure I should be paying more than I was. So next job, I'm going to be very, very different. Or next business, right? Or am I really being as purposeful as I should? Everyone's questioning these things. Because the reality is at the end of the day, everything comes down to this Japanese concept called a kigai. So what is a kigai, right? A kigai is this concept that every one of us, the moment that we are thinking about who we are in the world, or why we're here, uh, there is a particular reason for being where the universe shows up and says, yep, that, you're doing exactly the right thing in exactly the right way. So Ikigai is the intersection of four different things. It's what you love, which is your passions. It's what the world needs, which is your mission. It's what you're good at, which is your talents. And it's what you can get paid for, 
which is all about your business model, right? And basically you might be wanting to shift your business model right now, but do not shift it just because you happen to have customers in a particular area that you think you should be making money with if that's not what you truly love or it's not what actually is most meaningful. So it's really important as we go through this to get really clear, well, what are these four things? And if you actually start with thinking about that, like just score it for yourself on a zero to 10 scale, what is the extent to which uh, before this crisis was even on, you were actually doing the things every day that you truly love, that you actually were just jumping out of bed in the morning for, that you were just energizing yourself for? On a zero to 10 scale, what would that number be? And write that number down. On a zero to 10 scale, what the world needs, to what extent were you doing what was most meaningful in the world? Like the things that actually were like, well, if I was put on this planet for this reason, this is the kind of thing I want to tell my grandkids was that what I was actually doing uh, in this most important year. Uh, at the very least, it was something meaningful that I was going to continue to do regardless uh, of what was happening uh, with the world. At what you're good at is all about your talents, right? It's where you actually attract all um, of the people that want to work with you because you're doing what you're naturally talented about. Something that many people miss because we're always trying to do the things that feel like hard work as opposed to things that we're actually naturally good at. And what you get paid for is all about the fact that every one of us has the ability to be able to earn more. I mean, you can move a lot faster if you're on a plane compared to on a, a horse uh, or a bicycle. And this is really important, right? Like if you're actually like driving a business, then why don't I can't make more money in this business? Or how can the money stop altogether as soon as a crisis happens like this? Um, maybe that's a maybe that's like a bicycle. It's like it takes you having effort. You've got to get outside to do it. You can't ride a bicycle easily inside unless you've got a home bike. And so if that's happening to you, then it's like, well, what would it take to go 10 times faster? Like instead of 10 kilometers an hour, 100 kilometers an hour. Well, you, could, you clearly couldn't even do it on a bicycle. No point just trying to cycle 10 times faster. You'd actually have to get yourself like a motorbike or a car. And if you want to go 1,000 kilometers an hour, you'd have to get out of the car and go into an airplane. And 10,000 kilometers an hour is now in a rocket ship, right? So it's not that you can't go that much faster. You just need a different vehicle to do it. So understanding your vehicle is very, very important uh, because it's the only way. And this is a great opportunity right now to be shifting the vehicle that you're in as we're going through this as well. So let's take this as an example right now, right? Let, let's, let's imagine what we're going to say, okay, this is what we want to find out. Like what is our guy, and what are those levels for us as well? Well, we have a number of different tests. We'd like you to do these tests. Uh, this makes it very, very easy for us to see exactly where you're at and actually be able to identify where the gaps are and what you're doing as well. So if uh, you, first of all, come to GeniusU, you'll see that on GeniusU. Uh, here's GeniusU here. Um, I can go back and log in to GeniusU here. And GeniusU has uh, many of these tests linked to your profile as well. So I can go to my profile page, which I can get to by just basically clicking here. So here's my uh, profile here. Uh, and I'll go have a look at my profile. And in my profile, it is going to tell me uh, all the things that others can see about me. First of all, you've got your information up here, mental level, and so on. So for each of you, you'll be setting up your profiles on GeniusU. And then as you start to take, the reason I've got products and so on is because I'm a mentor who has all this information. You also are a mentor, and you're going to find you can actually sell your products on our platform. You can find many, many other people's products as well. So you're going to hear about all this as well. But you'll notice that it's already telling me what my top purpose is. Uh, and that's because I've taken the purpose test. And it's told me what my top passions are. Uh, oh, this one here actually is linked to another uh, link. So actually, I'll show you exactly what that looks like in a moment when I do the passions. Uh, you, if, you, if you haven't taken them, it will give you a button like this. Uh, Genius Dynamo, uh, Profile Creator. Right? So these are all, and you see here it's got values showing up here as well, which I'll show you in a moment too. So this first week is going to be a really exciting week because you get to really just dive deeper into who you are and what you're all about. Now, let's say it's something like the purpose because I've already taken it. It's showing you what my purpose is. But let's say you haven't actually taken the purpose. Well, the team will give you the links. Uh, but let's say I'm just going and looking for this myself, right? I'll go, 
well, where can I find the purpose test? And you're gonna find the search button here. We'll show you everything that's showing up here. You can see there's a mentor circle. These are the different community circles. Here's a micro degree. So there's actually a circle on your purpose. And when I go to the micro degrees in your purpose, if you haven't taken your purpose test, this is where you'll start. So we are going to effectively take all these really hyper value, valuable uh, parts of course content uh, and zoom right into the right one for you. So you can see, take the test as the very first step. Uh, there's a video you can watch. Uh, it's up to you whether or not you take the, uh, watch the video or whether you just go straight to the step. Uh, but if you want to go straight to the step, you just click and it will take you through to take the purpose test. You can see here, it says take the purpose test. I've already taken it. If I decide I wanted to take it again, I can click test. It's taking me straight to the purpose test and I can go in and within five, 10 minutes, the purpose test is done, right? And I'm finding out which of these 17 global goals is the right goal for me. This is super valuable, right? Why? Well, I can see I took this test the last time in 2013. So it was seven years ago when I took the test. Uh, so I can take it again, but I know this is my purpose, so I'm fine with that. I can download the report, which is like extremely valuable as well. This is my personal report here, purpose test, Roger Hamilton, when I took it. Uh, it actually says here, uh, congratulations on the purpose test. It explains to me how I can use this, and it also tells me what, this, uh, uh, what the different tests are, right? Um, sorry, what the different uh, purposes are. So you've got no poverty, top targets, you've got zero hunger, you've got good wealth and health. So you can learn all about what are the different uh, 17 global goals that we actually set uh, with the United Nations to be hit by 2030, which we've got 10 years to do. And I really believe that what's going on in the world right now is gonna get us there faster, in fact, as a result of doing this. So there's like really valuable information to go, hmm, this is interesting. And more importantly than that, when I go back to my profile here, um, you'll see that on my profile, I can also uh, go um, and click on the fact that it says I've got the purpose test as education. And you can even go into my profile and you can do the same thing. And when I click on quality education, it takes me straight to the quality education circle where everyone else who's actually taking the, um, uh, the, the purpose test also is on here as well. And see how it's actually given me even a percentage uh, of how close we are towards that actual purpose right now. We're doing this for all the different nine nations global goals where we're tracking all of this as we go. And I can go straight in and have a look at all the different members as you can and say, well, this is interesting. I want to be meeting other people who also have education as the number one. So we have Angie here, right? She's a leader of Genius School in New Zealand. And then we have Sandy here. So I can go click on Sandy. You know, she's here in Las Vegas. Uh, she is uh, also doing things with uh, our Genius School right now. Uh, I can see that she's actually been involved in different audit educations of things, her top passions, what a genius is, so I can find, and what kind of circle she's part of uh, and what she's involved in herself, right? So this becomes a really, really, I can add her as a friend, I can have contact with her in terms of like you know, sending her a message. Um, so do know that there is nowhere else in the world that you can actually have this level of qualitative information um, about things like purpose and talents and passions uh, on everyone who is in here and you can get straight away to that person based on that. Um, let's take the second one, right? So I have taken a passion test, but at the moment, because I changed my email, it's um, saying, well, take it again. So what I would do here is I go straight into taking the assessment. Uh, I want to find out what my passions are. Um, this is linking straight to uh, Chris and Jenna Atwood, who wrote the passion test. You'll see here, welcome to the passions micro degree. This one here, the videos and the whole step-by-step -step is actually by Chris and Jenna Atwood. So they wrote the New York Times bestselling author, uh, a book, The Passion Test. Uh, and we actually took uh, all of their results that they got from the test they did. We took about 2,000 different results. Uh, and then we actually turned it into this test where you can find out what are the top 20 passions in the world. What are your ones? What are your top five in there as well? So if I said, okay, I'm gonna, I want to go through this to take this, the, the test. And it will take me through to say top five passions. You last took the passion test. Oh, since I have got the test, but for some reason it's not showing me. I can take the test again. Uh, and so on this one here, 
Uh, it takes me straight through. I can say 15 minutes to finish it. Here I am. I can continue and it'll start asking me questions about my different passions and give me uh, opportunity to look at the different ones as I go through that as well. Right? So I can straight away go through, click, let's imagine I just do that right now. Okay, so what are your top passions? So I can actually go through here and I can actually select the ones that I actually think are the ones that I actually like the best what, and, it, and continues on to actually then break down from each one of those I go through this as well. So this here is all about taking passions. Once you've taken it, uh, my one, there's a glitch, so I'm gonna actually find out what that is. But once I've actually uh, taken it, it will then show my report. Uh, on my report, maybe this will show me right over an issue with this one. Uh, it will then also um, give me uh, enough information to understand how those passions can link to what I really want to do in life as well. You know, so here is my report here. Um, Roger Hampton, ah, so here it is, 15, uh, this is today's day, by the way. Um, uh, so here, congratulations, uh, top five passions, health, creativity, environment, teaching, and family. So these are mine that I had. It looks like there's a glitch in family, which is why uh, this is not opening up at the moment for me. Uh, but you can see here the passion list that explains all the more. We have color-coded them into the five different energies. So you can see the blue ones are all about water energy, uh, dynamo is green, blaze is red, and so on. Uh, and then this also then explains to me how I can be using this information too. There's a lot of really, really highly valuable information on all of this that you're going to find as you read through your results are going to really touch a chord with who you are uh, and how you can actually evolve and grow who you are. Some of you are more interested in the passion side because they might be uh, lower. Some of you might be more interested uh, in the purpose side because you haven't really thought too much about that before. Uh, as you actually go, well, I, my low score is actually on the talent side. I should be focusing at that. In each of these different areas, by knowing where you're at, when you speak to your facilitator and if you're putting a plan together, they'll be asking you, okay, does this plan actually lift up your passion, which is going to be what drives you? Does it lift up your purpose, which is what pulls you? Right? Does it actually give you a chance to actually work on your talents, which will then inform you what kind of team you should have that can be working on your weaknesses while you're working on your strength, right? So each of these allows you to have a really relevant, meaningful plan that's gonna move you forward in a way that actually is taking what's going on right now to real opportunity rather than just knee-jerking into the first thing that can make you money, right? Or the first thing that can, uh, you know, just get you out of the challenges you have right now. Uh, and if you're thinking, I just wanna get onto the action, do this ground for, uh, work first. Think of this like the foundations to the whole building, right? If you haven't got this solid, then whatever you do, you're gonna give up very quickly anyway because it's just gonna feel like hard work, right? So, uh, so super important to actually take each of these steps as you go. Uh, I'm going to come back to my uh, profile here and I'm going to take uh, the next step. So uh, let me just come back again to my profile. Uh, I'm going to take the next step, which is also looking at the talent side. Uh, and you'll see that we're going to give you all a, um, uh, uh, a, a, um, a link so that there's a genius test, first of all, which is a very easy free test. Again, very, very simple. You just come up here. Uh, you just I say, I want to just take the genius test if you haven't got the link that we'll send you, and you can go ahead and just go straight to the micro degree on that one. Uh, and uh, similarly on wealth dynamics, you can go straight and say, well, I just want to take the wealth dynamics or the talent dynamics test. You can go to that one, we will give you a token to do this, and you can go straight in. And again, same thing, just take the wealth dynamics micro degree. Uh, and do know that you could <laughs> spend all week on just getting curious and interested in all the information that's here, but this is a lifetime of work that you've got in here that's gonna be there to support you. Uh, and it goes into a lot of detail on each one of them. You just need the basics, which is what are my results, and be okay with the fact you don't need to know it all at once. You know, in the same way, when I'm learning piano, they're teaching me what is a what is a, a middle C, what is a uh, what is a D, what is an E, like what the notes are. But all the nuance of the entire keyboard, I can I can wait until later before I get all of that. So don't worry if it feels like a lot of information. What we want to begin with is that you're just seeing on your profile these steps, 
And when you're speaking to your facilitator, they can come to your profile, or even when you're speaking with each other in the community, they can come to your profile and they can learn all about who you are and what you've actually got here as your talents. Uh, I do know the Dynamo um, talent here links with the creator talent, which is, my, which is my wealth dynamics on here as well. Okay, so this, these are the most important things to get started on. You'll notice that on the pivot plan, uh, if you say, okay, I'm gonna get those going, then on the pivot plan uh, that you have here, there is also a link where on the very first step, when it says, you know, really get clear on knowing where you are and explains this to you, right? Start by taking assessments that link to your Okigai, your passions, purpose, genius, and impact test. And also at the same time, this one, the impact test, will determine what other nine levels of entrepreneur you are and the level your enterprise is at. That this is actually super important when it comes to actually being clear on what your impact, uh, uh, what, what your um, uh, levels are as well. So let me go for a moment into the impact uh, dynamics um, test, right? Where basically this is, oh, sorry, impact test. So this one here, if I go to Entrepreneur Dynamics, uh, you will see that on here, uh, there is uh, some, uh, like some very specific steps that you can take. This is all free, by the way, so you don't have to go and get extra tokens for this one here. But on here, when you actually go through, this actually explains some of what I was talking about in terms of agile leadership, right, straight away. Uh, and then at the same time, when you're taking the impact test, uh, you'll be asked a number of questions and it will allow you to find out what is your entrepreneur level. So you can see here, it says my entrepreneur level is Indigo level, my enterprise level is C change, which is level six. Uh, and then this then explains when I re review my report, uh, what that means in terms of my entrepreneur level. Like, so if I'm an Alchemy Prism entrepreneur level, what does that mean? It means that I can print my own money effectively. I've got a listed company. Uh, and so if I need to actually have a million dollars, the fastest way is to actually be able to go out there and sell shares in my company. Um, which is not something you'd be able to do if you were just getting started, for example. And it wasn't something I could do before 2017 when we didn't have a listed company yet. So at that point, I was more at Emerald level. So each of these is a different level of business, uh, but also a different level of expertise because you couldn't do that unless you had actually uh, got mentored by others who had that level of expertise as well. So uh, that's my, so I've, I've gone through every level from victim, like not having money to survivor to worker. So don't worry about whatever level you come out at. It's the reality of where you are today. And understanding is like, okay, I get it, right? I need to move to just get the next level, I shouldn't be going out if I'm actually in debt right now, just like telling people I'm gonna go out and build a million dollar business, I should be going out and serving other people that actually can just generate a thousand dollars for me because that's what I need right now, right? So it's always about just taking that real clear next step as you go. Um, this here is because I've taken the test already. When you go in to take the test, then you'll find again, very simple. You're just uh, being asked questions. Just be as honest and truthful as possible about where you're at uh, and just answer the questions, all multiple choice. And then it will actually tell you which of these levels you're at uh, and then what it also will do, it'll also go through what the levels of business are. And you saw, I have a match in terms of the indigo for the level of business too. So when it's talking about level six, this is explaining how level zero, which is a desert, means you've got no customers. Level one, the oasis, you've got between one and nine. Then springs between 10 and 99. And many of you might be in a very different position now, because it's talking about like how much you have average in the year, which means take whatever you did in the last month and multiply it by 12. And you go, I didn't have any customers in the last month. Well, then that means you're at zero right now. Even if you've had customers in the past, it does not matter. This is where you are today. So it means what you need to be doing today is quite different from at the, each other level as well. So very, very valuable information to have to know where you're at and what's the next step. Uh, see change is where you're actually at like, you know, between 100,000 to a million customers. So it's only really level six. There's only six levels to get from zero to a million customers. And that's because this is an exponential curve that's taking place here. Uh, and the big question here is, are we establishing a mission culture model that's inspiring others on their journeys? Uh, and explains basically as to like, you know, what this means, what I need to do about it as well. 
So this gives us and gives effectively the faculty members as well as facilitators a really, really valuable way of personalizing your journey with you and all starts on here. So I just pause for a moment. I just say like, just from what I've covered already, just in this first 40 minutes, I hope you can see the challenge that so many entrepreneurs have had through their lives is that they will go and listen to someone say, here's how to make it successful based on their reality, but their reality might be from a different talent base, right? They might be great at the detail when you're not. Uh, it could be a different reality in based of their passions. They might love to actually like go out there and do online stuff, whereas you don't. Uh, it comes from their level of expertise where they might know how to make millions of dollars. They go, oh, just go do this. This will be easy. And you're like, that's not so easy, right? And at the same time, it can come from a level of business where it's like, oh, just go speak to your accountant. It's like, I didn't have an accountant, right? So, so be really aware that the, the, most of the reasons you probably struggled through life to actually follow any kind of entrepreneurial learning, where it's much easier to just say, I'm just going to do it myself. Uh, the, big, the big reason is because most entrepreneurial learning is totally irrelevant to you. Because you're not looking for that information. It's like, that, that's not even relevant to me right now. You're looking for direction, which is, look, here's where I'm at, here's where I'm going, and so just help me get from A to B. And the biggest challenge is most people don't even know where we're at to start with, right? So that very first step, right, as I'm going through this, um, if I was to uh, come back to here and just come back to the slides, you know, when I'm you know, talking about these different elements, the passion test, the purpose test, uh, your, your wealth dynamics, um, and now your actual levels, uh, we're only talking about five different, uh, these two are in the same test, right? The, the five levels are, uh, and the seven levels of, of uh, your business. Um, that's all we're really looking at. And don't have to do them all today, right? Do, do as many of you as you can today. And just this week, just say, right, I'm going to just pull these together. And I'm going to read the report, just see what they say about me. And I think you'll be uh, uh, surprised and maybe even amazed at just how accurately it actually is able to pinpoint where you're at today. Because your journey is not unique. We are not alone. We're all learning from each other as we're going through this as well. And the very first point is knowing where you're at. So, so is, as I said, like, this is like the level I'm at at the moment. I've gone through every single level as we've gone. Uh, similarly, every single level up here, been going through this as well. So I understand each level and, uh, and all the people that are in the faculty understand these levels as well. They each are at one level or another as well, but they're gonna be able to help you at whichever level you happen to be at. So this comes back to the whole concept of what we were saying earlier, uh, which is, well, what about um, you know, like which, which of the streams should I be on? Should I be a freelancer? Uh, is, is, is startup the best one? Uh, is, is it better for me to be going for uh, more of the enterprise? That generally everything on foundation level with the first three is very much freelancer. Uh, then you've got enterprise, which is very much yellow level. Uh, and then you've got the, uh, sorry, uh, startup, which is yellow level. And then enterprise, which is like green, blue level. So it's really, that's, if, okay, that's where I'm at right now. That's the one I should be at. Some of you might decide, look, I, I am blue level, but I'm actually starting a startup. So I need to go down back to startup level. Right? So it's not just about which level you're at here. It's as much about, okay, well, which level here actually makes most sense for me. You know, I'm just getting going. I can put 100 customers straight through a new process with me. So I'm going to go for that startup level. It's like, geez, I don't have 100 customers. So like, I should be back at freelance level, but that's okay because I can do freelance well. I can, I can always come back to the Crisis Leadership Academy and take the next level later, right? So you're actually making it as relevant as possible for where you're at. So when I said that, you know, the first stream is level one, level two, and, and at the end of the four weeks, you will have a full uh, freelancer suite, which is everything from, you know, your personal profile, uh, you know, your identity through to the uh, products that you're actually going to be selling, your services you've got, the partnerships you have in place. This is all level one, level two, which is actually knowing how to deliver personal services, solve a person's problem, how to build an instant user group, maximize value and market set, all level one, level two. 
those who are at startup level will be all around between level two and level three. It's like, okay, how to make sure you've actually got a test group at your pre-launch, how to make sure you've got a multipliable model at level three level and building all that together. So now you've got a full product pathway, product landing pages, uh, you've got your uh, profile page as well, but now linked directly to your community and you've got your community pages, whether they're Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, we want to see them by the end, right? I want to see them at the end. Uh, and it's going to be very exciting because this is going to be much more uh, than just how do we uh, ensure that you get a result is how do we make sure everyone gets a result. We're going to be highlighting all of the best. So it's not just you working on your own and not looking at what everyone else is doing. Uh, we're going to actually have everyone collaborating and competing. We're going to actually have by the end of the four weeks uh, awards for those who actually did the best job at like, like having the highest purpose, having the highest profit uh, and those who actually made the most progress. So these are all things that you have to look forward to. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun as we go through this. Uh, and one of the most important things is making sure that you're uh, in the right stream that's going to work for you. And the final one, enterprise, obviously, is going level three, level four. Now getting to the point where you've got a scalable team, you're scaling your time and building a truly sustainable business uh, on the basis that this crisis may be going on for the next two, three years. Uh, and even if it does, you're okay. You get to choose when the crisis ends because it's going to be a personal thing for you. If you've got a business that is crisis proof, that is going to be able to continue regardless of what's going on with the crisis, well, then the crisis already ends for you. So that's basically the plan of where we're going. Take those and we'll actually know exactly where you're at as you are today. So let's take the next step, right? So uh, in the final part of this session, I want to take this next step. Uh, and by the way, uh, do post already, if you've already got your profile, do post into the chat exactly uh, uh, you know, what is the highest distinction, biggest distinction you're getting at the moment. What are the key things you're taking as actions out of this? Uh, and also like, you know, who you'd like to support, who you'd like to help, because there'll be people here who will click onto your profile, uh, you know, connect with you as a friend on GeniusU, and then already collaborations could already be starting uh, if you're already of high value to someone within the community where they can be helping you as well, right? So do make this a time not just for you to go away, take action yourself, but know that you can already support other people uh, who are in our community and in this group to really support them as well. Okay, so with that being shared, let's actually now uh, go to this next step, right? And the next step is all about uh, the element of where you're now going. Because the most important thing as we're actually stepping through this is knowing that the pathway to where you go, we call it the impact highway. So if I actually just share this for a moment, um, if, if you think of this, this, these steps as a particular pathway, and there is an impact highway, which actually creates an impact and very much for a digital business, because trust gets built very differently. Like when you're actually face to face with someone, you can build trust faster, but it's not as scalable. Whereas online, it takes longer, uh, but it's very predictable and it's very scalable, which means that once you figure it out and you know the metrics, life gets very easy. Someone who's paying you attention is your follower, someone who pays you time is your community member, someone who pays you for the decision is a prospect, someone who pays you money is a customer. Uh, and most people are saying, we're my customers without even thinking about these first three. So this is the slow lane, then it gets faster, then it gets faster. You can't hail a cab in the fourth lane of a highway, right? You've actually got to basically get back to the follower and actually get them here when they're actually slower, um, sorry, when they're faster and they're actually slowing down to the point where they're actually going to pay you money. So this here, you see it under impact metrics. Um, depending on which level of business you're going to be growing, uh, we'll be coming back to this to say, okay, well, what's your pathway to build a community to actually be nurturing that community to make sure that you're getting people trusting you enough to want to give you time to make a decision? And then how do you actually identify those people? And depending on what size business you are, you're going to actually have a more complex way to do it. Uh, it's very simple at the beginning, right? That's the good news. If you're just getting started, getting your first customer is very, very easy. Uh, but you have to follow the steps or else it's going to be very difficult. Uh, but if you follow them, you can actually get that within these four weeks. You already have your first customer, maybe even your first 10. 
Uh, and it's all about just following the steps as we go through. So knowing your pathway is very important. Knowing each one of these steps has got a different uh, strategy of what to do and what not to do is very important. So we won't go through all this today, but just know that it's coming. Uh, and then knowing that all of this that I just shared of actually, when I talk about a pathway, right, this is what I'm talking about, right? This kind of a pathway, uh, that this is what we're actually going to be moving towards in the coming weeks. Uh, and it's exciting because it actually gives you a predictable way to generate remote digital sales, which doesn't require you to be right in front of somebody, but still gives them a very high touch experience off the back of this. And this is what we've really mastered. Uh, and I'm very excited to be sharing all this with you as well as we go. So on the one hand, we've got where you are. So this question is, well, where do you want to go? Uh, and this is where I think things get very interesting because for some of you, you have a very clear picture of where you want to go. For some of you, you're like, I have no idea where I want to go. I didn't even know what possibilities are. And for some, it's like, I've actually changed my mind. Well, I thought it was going to be this, but now this crisis is hit, I've decided it's going to be something else. Uh, so we have to redefine what that is and what that looks like right now. So what I'm going to do is I'm about to open up um, a couple of links here. And so I can share this with you. Uh, and then I'll tell you exactly what is the best format to do this in. Uh, because we actually, again, have got a micro degree which allows you to do this quite easily. Uh, and uh, uh, the way that I'm going to share it is basically uh, coming back to the pivot plan. So uh, let me see if I can open it here. Uh, here we go. Okay. So um, if we come here, I just noticed, by the way, when I was on the pivot plan here, uh, that I was uh, on start and know where you are. Um, that there's, a there's links on each of these, right? So I actually went and searched for entrepreneur dynamics to find it. But if you actually just click on this link, um, it straight away will take you straight to it anyway, right? So that's kind of helpful. So this is here, the entrepreneur dynamics one, which is the first step to just get straight to the impact test. And it takes you straight to it here. And similarly, on the next step where it says, mission, commit to where you're going. The result of taking step one is you're likely to find out where you were doing before you pivoted, not as aligned to who you are as you would like. That gives you a chance to create a new beginning that is more inspiring and empowering than you were doing before. Similarly, the step two gives you a chance to reorient yourself to a more powerful mission. Where do you want to be in 10 years from now? Where do you want to be in one year from now? And three months. So the best process to follow is use the future vision template on GeniusU. This one is a three-month uh, template. Um, like always start with the three months because then you can just get a sense of where you want to be compared to where you are. So I'm just going to click on it. And it takes us through to a micro degree. Uh, and every one of these steps, we're just taking you to a very specific part of a micro degree. But again, once you start a micro degree, you'll be able to go to your dashboard. And as soon as you go to your dashboard, like this is my dashboard here, it's the one that says dashboard. And when I go to my dashboard, uh, it actually takes me straight uh, to all of the different micro degrees that I've actually started. We've got my connections, it's got the micro degrees I'm on, it shows me how much percentage I've already gone through these micro degrees as well. Right, so you, you'll see that everyone, everyone that you start up will actually show up here as well. Uh, in the case of this uh, micro degree that I was just sharing here, which is called Find Your Flow, uh, we're going to go straight to the actual vision part. Uh, but if you remember, you saw the 10 values that I have. If you want to find out what your values are and why that's important, um, because this is important, but we're not asking it to be essential for the Christ Leadership Academy, you can follow those through here as well. And as well as if you're on your desktop, as well as actually going through the videos here, uh, you can actually click um, straight to the one that's here. And you can see where it says your three-month vision. That's the one I'm clicking on right now. Uh, because we want to actually say, well, what is your vision at the moment that you want to be setting for three months from now? So like, as we're actually doing this one, we're in the second quarter um, of the year. So, okay, with another quarter to go, the crisis may still be with us. What do you want your life to look like? And I explain here exactly how when you break down your vision, life gets very easy when you break it into these 12 different segments of your life. Um, and these 12 different segments are all about what it is to be alive. So in here, it actually asks you, 
your three-month uh, vision, right? Write each of the following as if you were writing from where you are three months from now. Time. What does your ideal day and week look like? What's different in how you're spending and investing your time? So imagine that and think about what that looks like. Um, by the way, you'll see I've written this because when we actually created this last year, I might put these down and it's amazing how many of the things that I actually put are actually real right now. Uh, because they, they come real the moment they actually, actually are saying, here's, I'm getting on a plane, here's where I'm going. It's amazing just how much of that becomes real, right? So this whole thing now, like I'm spending half each day connecting investors, top talent, supporting the growth genius here. This is exactly what I'm doing right now. So it's like all of the things uh, that I, and by the way, what I wasn't doing, like you'll see it has nothing to do about me doing events, running around the world, uh, because, because that's what I was doing. Um, little did I know it would be a crisis like this that would stop me doing it, but this is actually where it ended up. Uh, you know, things like spirit, what's different in your level of awareness, attention, balance, what's different in your level of self-appreciation and gratitude, right? And so again, it's like sharing who I am, what I'm doing, like feelings, how you're feeling differently, uh, thoughts, how you're thinking differently, uh, actions, how you're acting differently, what actions are you focusing much more on now, uh, what actions are you spending less time on, love, what's the level of fulfillment, passion you're experiencing in your love life, what's changing your experience of love, family, what level of happiness and connections are you experiencing in your family life, Friends, what level of fun and the connections you're experiencing? Wealth, what's changing your level of income and level of success? Uh, health, vision, like each of these ones, as you start putting them down and you put down priorities, milestones, uh, this gives you a really clear picture, which then makes it really easy for everyone on this entire program uh, and the facilitators and mentors to be able to say, ah, so if that's where you want to go, then instead of looking to try and do this and go to this customers, why don't you try to do this? Or if that's where you want to go, here's someone who's actually had exactly the same vision as that, speak to them because they're already doing those things as well. So if, you, if you're lost or if you're like, like if you're in Paris and you're lost and it's like, I don't know where I'm at, someone can give you a map of Paris. It does not mean you're suddenly not lost, right? Especially if it's in French, it's like, oh, I still don't, I'm still lost. But if you actually were to get that map and that person was to ask you, hey, do you know where you are? I don't know where I'm at. We're at Charles de Gaulle Airport right now. This right here on the map, it gives you context of where you are. It's like, oh, that's where we are. Okay, that's helpful, right? Okay, where do you want to go? Uh, Eiffel Tower. Well, there's Eiffel Tower. Well, that's really helpful because now you've actually got A and B, right? Like this is context which allows them to give you direction. Here's the fastest route. Uh, here is the most scenic route. Uh, here is the route which is going to probably a bad uh, um, uh, thing to say in the middle of a coronavirus crisis but because you can't go there at all. But if you could, you get the idea. The fact is that what we're doing here is doing much more than saying here's the map, which is what Entrepreneur Dynamics is. What we're also saying is we've got to make sure you get from where you are to where you want to go. But before we go anywhere further, you need to know where are you and where do you want to go? And actually setting those two up is so, so, so important at this point. Now, um, obviously, if you are at the startup phase or if you are at the um, enterprise phase, there's already a good chance that you already have got a picture or vision of where you want to take your company. Uh, and so in the same way that what I just shared with you there and the link to take you there is for your own personal vision, you might want to write out a vision. Maybe it's just one slide to say, here's the vision for our company. Because when you do that, that allows you to get really clear on why you're doing what you're doing from a company point of view as well. Um, I'll just open something to just give you an idea of this and why this is so important. Uh, we just had our investor uh, meeting uh, for all of our investors around the world for both Genius Group uh, and also for, um, uh, for uh, Entrepreneur Resorts just a couple of weeks ago. And every time we actually run our investor meeting, uh, one of the first things that we do is we remind everyone about our vision, why we're doing what we're doing. And because if you think about why is the water energy, you need that water to actually create the wood, which is the, which is the what energy. And so this is actually the first couple of pages of the slides that we actually went through with them. Uh, Genius Group, Impact Investors Meeting, April 2020, uh, coronavirus in the background. Uh, and we actually started with that whole vision, which was, well, what is our vision that we actually set for where we wanna be by 2030? 
Where do we think we're going to be by 2020? Where by 2025? Where by 2030? And then from this 10-year vision of where we wanted to be, what did that mean in terms of our vision for this year? And as a result of what's happened with the crisis, has that changed our vision? Is it the same vision? Is it a different vision? It becomes so much easier when you've got something which is certain, because in a crisis, nothing is certain. So a crisis leader has to actually get a point of certainty, and the easiest way to get a point of certainty is to actually pick a point in the future. Just like a sailor to stop himself from getting seasick will pick the horizon. It's like something that's far enough away that it's fixed and it's not moving. So yeah, that's where we're going. So for each of you, be thinking about that. If I'm writing down where I'm going to be in three months' time, it's like, okay, that's where I want to go, right? And this month is going to get us there. What does that look like? But at startup page, you'd be thinking, but what about for a year for my business? And if you are an enterprise, what does it look like five or 10 years in the future, especially given the changes happening in the market right now? Uh, and just put that down on the slide and say, well, that's what that would be. By the end of this week, the first week, what we'd love is for everyone to be presenting. We'll explain the format and how it's going to work. Everyone's explaining, right, so here's my, uh, where I'm at. Here's where I'm going. And there's a third element you will be introduced to this week, which is going to be how you turn all this uh, into measures. How you make it not just meaningful, but how you make it measurable. And that's all about the money side. How do you make sure that this is actually going to turn into the right dollars uh, as you're moving forward as well? So I hope you've got some really great grounding from the very, very first session. Uh, you can see that we are going to ensure at every step we make this as personalized as possible uh, and really guide you at every level. Uh, I'm going to take a keen interest on every single one of you and what you're actually putting onto the systems because I can see all of it in Genius User. I can then, uh, as a result of what you're actually submitting, uh, be able to actually uh, provide guidance to all of the mentors and all the facilitators we actually go through this whole process as well. I will be seeing you again in a week's time as we go through the second step. Until then, really enjoy this process, right? This is going to be uh, as much. Uh, about self-awareness as it is about self-mastery and self-expression. Uh, and I, I do wish you uh, the very best uh, of luck and fulfillment um, as you're going through this program as well. Thanks very much for watching. Please post your comments, biggest thing you've learned from this, uh, what you're most excited about for this coming four weeks together, uh, and I'll catch up with you again very soon.